Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. You went to ForkFest. I did go to ForkFest. For the first time in years, right? Uh, Yeah, back in 2018. So it's been a while. I've been, you know, I've been, I know I've been doing the show here on and off and on Mm -hmm. for about seven years now. And, um, you know, I like coming back to the show. Yeah, it's been that long. Remember, James and I, we fell in love in the studio in 2016. So it's been seven. I thought you fell in love in Chris Cantwell's house. Well, actually, yes. Chris Cantwell's. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Ah, Poor Chris. Yeah. Hard friend to have, as you said. It's like. I said that was a railroad. Well, we'll get into that more later, but <laughs> yeah. um, you uh, well, know. but uh, yeah, you're here and you went to Fork Fest over the weekend. How was it? It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I saw some wonderful fireworks. Met up with some old friends. We talked about what's going on with the 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 Crypto Six now, the Crypto Duo fighting mm-hmm. for your right to sell and buy Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you without that ankle monitor, my friend. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's frustrating to you know be celebrating independence day if you will and have an ankle monitor on and have a tremendous amount of bail restrictions in a case that has absolutely no victim uh the video footage by the way from the surveillance cameras was released Uh, the fbi did let us have that footage back so that is available if you haven't seen it yet it's over at freetalklive.com four out of five americans they uh, over the age of 26 they said how many millions are in a trillion and of course the answer is is for me, it's easy. It's a million millions. You know, 1,000 times a million is a billion. And well, a you're th- a math guy. I mean, you take that stuff off the top of your head. I'd have to think about the number of zeros, and I'd probably be able to figure it well, out. But I just said, you know, like, how is it that we can have kids go to school for 13 years and not be able to do basic addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division? I go in and see it all the time. Is it that bad now? I, I, I mean, it's that bad people? that young people can't even do basic math very very Mm -hmm. basic math and i said this is going to backfire in our faces long term because that means 80 percent of the voters out there they don't know what a billion dollars is or a trillion dollars what that means doesn't mean anything yeah to them and you know i just said this this kind of mathematical ignorance because another one is like where does inflation come from oh god no one knows anything about that i mean the mainstream media has no clue the and government gang pretends like they don't know. Oh, they, no, they, they blame not. everything. And I just said, well, yeah. if you understand economics, and there's a wonderful book by Peter Schiff called How an Economy Grows and Why It Crashes. But once you understand economics and mathematics and the, the some underpinnings of Austrianism, all of a sudden you get this light bulb moment. You're like, ah, oh, I see inflation's going to come and they're lying about it. We're talking about a shocking level of ignorance on the part of young, specifically young Americans. Uh, in a survey that was conducted by Lawsuit.org. They surveyed over a 1,000 Americans asking various questions related to uh, Independence Day. And they found out about two out of three young Americans, specifically Generation Z, they don't even know from whom America declared its independence. I mean, this is... I, when it comes to one, to these shocking polls... I kind of understand, like, when whenever they come out with statistics showing that, oh, well, most Americans don't know who their senator is. I can give people a pass on that. Yes. Like, why would anyone well, I care? Need, you know, it changes all the time. Yeah, it changes all the time. They're all a bunch of thugs. They're all a bunch of liars. It doesn't matter who the senator is or whatever. So I get that. People are busy. 
you know, they're dealing with their own lives. They don't want to think about politics. So totally can give people a pass. But really, y'all don't even know that it was Great Britain from whom America, you know, founding fathers declared independence. I mean, that's one of the most basic trivia questions. questions. That I you don't, could... you know, I, you know, more concerning to me would be if four out of five Americans didn't know that you have the right to remain silent. Your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent isn't as strong as your Sixth Amendment right to counsel. If you say, I wish to remain silent, the police can still try and question you. Mm-hmm. But the moment you ask for an attorney, the police must cease and desist all questioning and wait for counsel to arrive. So right. you remember that night we got raided by the FBI the first time. Mm-hmm. We all asked for attorneys, and the guy said, you know what they like to do to hitty diddlers in prison, don't you? And I said, well, is that a question? Because we haven't had counsel. Counsel's not present. What he was doing was violating Miranda mm. repeatedly over and over, and it was irritating Well, we me. weren't under arrest. We were in a custodial situation, at least mm. I was, because I was naked, and I couldn't <laughs> leave the house. Right. Right? So a reasonable person— They did detain us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He said, you're free to leave, but I argued, said, you can't just say you're free to leave, and I'm actually free to leave. Mm-hmm. A judge would say, by any objective standard, you were naked. I couldn't say, those are my clothes— they weren't going to let you go into the into room. the room, and they're like, "Is this your room?" And I said, "On you know, you can see me on video saying I have nothing to say. I wish to speak to my attorney." Uh, and they kept trying to break the law in my presence, and you mm-hmm. know, and I was getting irritated with them. Like it's like you should be quiet, agent, because you refuse to identify yourself, and you're breaking Miranda because we've asked for attorneys and they're not present. You can't question us. Isn't it ironic that we celebrate with fireworks that have to be licensed to set them off? No, you have to have a license to transport them, a license to make them. And well, that may be true. There are some federal stuff for that, right? Oh, all uh, um, any fireworks that try uh, interstate commerce. Yes, that's a federal explosive license. But you if you're have. buying fireworks from the local store here in New Hampshire, they and are set yes. them off here. Then I don't think the feds have anything to say about that. No, no, no. As long as it's licensed, you know the person. So like you mean the dealer as long as the dealer is licensed. dealer's license. Yes. The yeah. person who sells the fireworks to the public, it has to be licensed. It's hmm. a it's a very simple process with the, I mean, making the manufacturer, the transport and anything dealing with fireworks. You have to deal with the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I think that's what they put Roger Veer in prison yes. for years ago yes, yes, for yes. selling fireworks without a license on eBay. Yeah. He uh, sold one of those groundhog flashbanger things that's designed to kill groundhogs uh, Mm. nests and he sold it over ebay and that involves interstate commerce Mm -hmm. so under the wickard v filburn precedent (laughs) well there's a lot of stupid laws out there and you know it's like you can go to serious prison time for very very trivial stuff i'm not sure how much time he ended up doing in that in that case not much but he ended up renouncing his citizenship over yeah oh yeah he left I'm thinking seriously thinking about leaving Denver because it was nice when it moved mm-hmm. out there, but it's like, you know, moving to Texas or moving back to the Shire. If I can convince James, uh, you just have to stay out of my house and you'll, you'll probably be, fine. you know, Ian, that was, uh, <laughs> I'm grateful to you because you gave me something that I treasure very much, which is James's, you know, friendship. And we've been together seven years, but, um, when I first met him, he was like, wow, I'm losing my business and all this. And it was, he had a lot of stuff going on. I said, I'll put you in Ian's house It'll be nice and safe. You'll have friends and there'll be Jazzy, your dog. And we mm-hmm. can, you know, and and uh, you had to go get raided for some <laughs> something you didn't even do, yeah. like always. And so I guess um, 
I said, poor Bonnie, she's one heck of a girl to stay with you through the F- FBI, uh, FBI raid number two. Yeah, that's usually enough to send anybody running, but yeah, she stuck it out. So yeah. pretty, pretty amazing. I remember I heard about Bitcoin back in 2011 when I was at the university. And uh, I immediately I said, oh, my goodness, they finally solved the double spending problem mm. with the blockchain. And, um, of course, back then you couldn't, you know, get it like there was no Coinbase. This was before right. Bittrex or localbitcoins.com. And so getting a hold of Bitcoin, I'm just like I didn't even know. I, I kicking myself even to this day. I'm like I, I wanted to buy some, but I just didn't have Couldn't that. figure it out. Well, it, you know, it wasn't as easy as it was today. No. Today, you just go into Coinbase, sign up and you can buy one of dozens of cryptocurrencies. Or you go to Bittrex. I'm pretty sure Bitcoin.com will sell them to you there, And B- B- yeah. Bitcoin.com will sell them to you as well. But yeah, you're right. They're all over the place now. Back in the day, you would have had to probably connected with the existing community of miners and yes. bought somebody a pizza or something yes. like that. Yes. Ten, the, we celebrated 10,000 Bitcoin pizza day. And the guy who uh, he gave an interview and said he had no regrets about it because Bitcoin prior to that point had no value. That's it right. Was, yeah, he like, gave it value. Well, you know, people would... It's like what it was like, you know, going. I mean, I would have paid for them, but I understand at the time you go into a pizza shop and say, hey, there's this digital currency nobody's heard of. Nobody takes it. You can. But I'll give you 10,000 bitcoins for like fifty dollars in pizza. Yeah, the pizza shop didn't get bitcoins. It was an intermediary who bought it with their debit card or whatever, as I understand the story. I've read in case law, like gold clauses are unenforceable where you make a contract payable in gold Mm -hmm. instead of dollars. So, you know, I've I've often wondered if that's still the case, because part of a contract is you should be able to demand payment and pigs or hogs or, you know. (laughs) Well, the legal tender laws, as I understand it, if you look at the dollar, it says this is good for all debts, public and private. So they are forcing you to accept the dollar for debts, but not just to buy a thing. When you yeah. go to the store and you buy a thing, you're not getting into debt with that person. It's just an exchange, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that's why our friends Derek and Steven from AnyPay were able to run a store here in New Hampshire for a couple of years. Um, they, they closed it down because they wanted to go in a different direction with what they were what they were doing. But they ran the Bitcoin store and or the Bitcoin shop is what they called it. And they were only accepting cryptocurrencies. Yes. For I remember he had to, in that, that store. He had to go in and actually he would Stephen would help you out and actually say okay here's the Bitcoin machine, vending machine yeah they did put, have one put of those. your put that icky green paper toilet paper called dollars in there and it'll give you real money Bitcoin yeah you know the uh, speeding cameras um, somebody already sawed it off and uh, cut the pole down. So all right. Have- all right. Yay. Little little freedom. Now, of course, the government's going to be very mad about that. Well, the thing about it is that um, there was a lady that called in the radio show that witnessed it. There was a man falling off a pole. Um, so I'm We sure need more heroes got- like this. I, I know that, Sarah, you love speeding cameras. You love the police. Uh, you love the police state and the automatic ticketing of uh, of your fellow neighbors, uh, but people in our camp, boy, it, it just warms my heart uh, to hear of things like that happening. Yeah, well, they they have to remove the other ones, but um, who has to remove? No, what do you mean they have to remove them? 
Uh, I I don't know that there I I think there's two of them like that. So they had, one of them is down, but they have to remove the other one so they could figure out how to put it up so they can't um like um fall it off. But well, no, if anybody's if like, somebody's determined enough, they're gonna figure out a way to disable those cameras. If it's you know if it's too difficult to saw through whatever the pole is, they'll shoot it with a you know a, a paintball, paintball gun. gun or something like that. They say here that with inflation running at its highest levels in four decades, and again, that's the government's numbers, so you can trust that the actual inflation is is probably much higher. Utah business owner Steve Allred is concerned about the declining purchasing power of the U.S. dollar. To help protect against the possibility that it will get worse, Allred, like many investors, has bought gold. He's also begun to accept some forms of the precious metal as payment in the three hardware stores that he owns with his brother. Allred is among a group of Americans that are increasingly turning to gold as an alternative currency as unprecedented government spending and Federal Reserve easing threatens to further erode the value of the greenback. The dollar has lost 86% of its purchasing power since just 1971, according to the U.S. government's own data. I mean, I, I can't even believe I'm reading that information in the mainstream media, that, the, that Reuters would actually tell its readers that the U.S. dollar has lost 86% of its purchasing power since 1971. Yeah. That was the year of the we had a lot of inflation because my mom would remember that because uh, thanks to the war in Vietnam and the space race and the peace race and every other race that we've lost since uh, <laughs> we've lost every war since World War One. Meanwhile, you can't trust governments when it comes to money at all. I mean, they uh, that they, they debase money even back when it was gold. Mm-hmm. They would clip the coins. Right. So like there was always a way for the central bank and the king or whoever it is we're talking about to essentially scam people to take advantage of an ignorant population, whether it be clipping the coins or filling them with things that weren't as valuable or gold. So, I mean, they've been playing games like this for a very, very long time until they finally figured out, well, let's just take away the gold entirely and then uh, just print money and print out, you know, paper or cotton or whatever it currently is uh, is printed on. And then they can just print as much as they want. And that leads us to where we are today. Thanks to computers. Now you don't even have to physically print the cash. At least in post-World War I Germany, the Weimar Republic had to print the Deutsche. Right. They had to walk around with wheelbarrows full of it. Now, you know, they'll just give you a trillion dollar stimulus check. You know, I imagine we'll all be millionaires soon or billionaires. Yeah, and a million dollars won't buy you a kitty litter at the grocery store. Uh, So there's a story here from Reuters actually looking at some of these alternatives like the gold back. And I I was, you know, wondering how is the mainstream media treating this? Because they treat cryptocurrency like trash. U.S. dollars in circulation are $2.25 trillion, up from $1.8 trillion in early 2020 and just over $800 billion in 2007, according to data from the Federal Reserve. Gold's use as a currency started gaining traction after the financial crisis of 2007 and 2009 and has accelerated during the pandemic since 2020 as the government spent trillions and the Federal Reserve bought unprecedented amounts of bonds in an effort to revive the economy. Uh, and that is another thing that happened in 2020 is the Federal Reserve, I believe they not only bought bonds, but didn't they buy stocks as oh, well? Oh, yes. They've bought, they've bought everything under the sun, they've just propped up asset prices. And um, it's like almost what hasn't the Federal Reserve bought? 
Yeah, just yeah. doing their buddies in Wall Street a favor, essentially. Yeah, well, we can't have the stock market go down. That would be bad. People would. <laughs> well, well, it, it has to. As I understand, it has been going down, hasn't it? I don't pay close well, attention Well, yeah, as the it. interest rates rise, a lot of these malinvestment, there's a lot of companies on Wall Street that shouldn't be there. They should have gone bankrupt back in 2008. Uh, and they're going to have zombie to, companies, I think is what they call them. That's what they call them in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think we're going to have, oh, it's going to happen fast. That's the thing. When you look at these things in history, uh, civilization can be going along for a hundred years and then the and collapse over. usually occurs within a month. Hmm. Thing about the gold back is they don't do advertising. They're not a sponsor of free talk live or anything like that. I'm just a big fan of what they do. So people just, it's word of mouth. The reason why these things are selling out wherever it is that they are sold is simply because people want them. Yeah. The word is uh, is getting around. I like it because, you know, like I was thinking, oh, you know, like I'm I'm used to gold coins and silver coins, but, you know, carrying around these coins gets kind of bulky in your mm-hmm. pocket and they jingle and weigh you down. And I thought, wouldn't it be, and it's neat to just, oh, it's a polymer and has all the little hologram and foil and you know, a serial number and everything, so it looks nice, and you can put it in your wallet and walk and, around with real gold money. And spend as small as $4 worth of gold, which you could never do prior to the gold back. That was, that's an impossibility. I mean, the smallest denomination prior to the gold backs, one one-thousandth of an ounce, was probably a tenth yep. of an ounce. And, it's about and the size of a dime. Yeah. You could, you could lose that fairly easily, and then you've just lost, you know, $200 worth of yeah, that's, gold. That's what always struck me about gold is, you know, I have a... Uh, I don't have a lot, but most of them, you know, I, I like the Krugerrands because mm-hmm. those are one ounce gold coins from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And um, but I do have a it's uh, it's a tenth ounce gold American Eagle or a, it's about the size of a dime. Mm. And it's just like, wow, that little tiny thing is 200 bucks. Well, no, it's probably a lot more than that. You know, there's rumors about a gold bag vending machine coming. I don't know if it'll be ready for next year's pork fest, but I was hearing whispers about that, like various engineers that congre- I congregate around the engineers to find out what's going on. I've heard about this vending machine uh, technology as well, and I think it's an awesome idea, and I I think it'll be uh, something that is very exciting. I hope the federal government doesn't come and uh, and steal it from its creators, because you know they're going to be aware of it, and they're going to be concerned about it. I miss the old days, like when the the health inspector showed up and said, you need to have a health inspection permit, and you started going around filming them and saying, boo. Jason Cousins, uh, so they don't just talk about goldbacks here. They talk about Glint Pay, which is another product we found at uh, Freedom Fest. Uh, he's the CEO of Glint Pay. They, what they do at Glint Pay is they actually have a MasterCard that is gold-backed. Oh, yes. It's linked to the market price of gold. So when you spend your dollars, it converts into gold. And so you put like five ounces of gold on it and you slowly... It's the reverse. So uh, so you have gold on the card and when you spend uh, at a merchant, obviously the merchant isn't going to take gold. So they get dollars, but they're converted from your gold on deposit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an interesting idea. Now they're, you know, it's, it's... it's a debit card or whatever, so of course there's going to be fees involved, and I don't know offhand what those those fees are. And to me, a product like Glint, while it's a cool idea, and they are, seem to be doing pretty well, uh, it just doesn't have the same appeal. I'm sorry you had to take the plea deal, but I understand the pressure the Fed's putting on when they turn the screws. And Yeah, it, it was... Uh... 
I don't know. I well, I'm halfway. I mean, I, I'm halfway regretting it. Um. Well, I understand. If it's better than that. Better take you know take a. I guess a half-hearted defeat instead of going full-blown and getting you know, really reamed at trial. Yeah, it's, I was it's looking true. forward. I was looking forward to just having a, and, the, and the defense calls nobody to the stand. Well, that <laughs> yeah. can still happen, um, as I understand it. If I mean, if if the defense wanted to call me, I would. Mm-hmm. I would certainly. Uh, I would certainly. Uh, yeah, they tried to. About that, though, but yeah, yeah, we don't want to talk about that in the air. By the way, Ian, just so you know. Our friendship has gotten me more FBI raids and subpoenas because we were out in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. This was back in April. And all of a sudden, one day, I go out to you know go get James some food, and I notice these two people in suits were looking at his car. Mm, creepy. Yeah, and I'm just going, well, that's kind of odd. And it turned out it was the postal inspectors there to deliver him a subpoena hmm. to come testify about what he knew about you. And so we had to hire lawyers to get us out of that. But I said... You are a bundle of a bundle of legal liability, my friend. <laughs> Being friends with you. <laughs> so, did you manage to beat the uh, subpoena? Uh, yes, my attorney, um, my attorney, and his attorney. We uh, sat, all sat down. I said I didn't know anything, and they said okay. One of the things I did was when when I was there for a short period of time. I was only there for one day, um, you know, like an eight hour day, basically. And I uh, went around. I talked to a couple of the merchants, the vendors at uh, Porkfest, a couple that I knew, like Zephin, who's one of the activists that moved a couple years ago. He was doing a, I think he called it the ATF booth, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, or something mm-hmm. like that. And as a convenience store, yeah, which is what store. that organization always should have been. Yeah, so he, he and I asked him. I said, "Well, what you know? How have your sales been as far as what portion, ha, you know, people have been buying with goldbacks as compared to cryptocurrency, as compared to the U.S. dollar?" And he said it was about a third each. Hmm. So a good chunk of his business was coming from goldbacks. He showed me a huge stack of goldbacks people had bought with. And nice. so, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to see that kind of stuff going on. I really think that that the one thing that should be added to that, because one of the few things that's inconvenient with uh, with goldbacks is the denomination, because mm-hmm. even one goldback is like four dollars. Yeah, it would true. be great if there was a goldback based token mm-hmm. um, that you could make change in. With the government, if you're not with us, you're against us. Uh, exact figures on how common gold is used as tender are not available as transactions are private. Joe Cavatoni, regional CEO USA at the World Gold Council, said gold is more popular as an investment because it performs well during times of uncertainty, though state governments are also removing some barriers to its use as a currency. So, for instance, Utah recognized gold and silver as legal tender back in 2011, and Oklahoma and Arizona have followed other states are increasingly lifting tax restrictions when it comes to uh, to gold, which is interesting. Yeah, that and that would that would be a really important thing because you really shouldn't be paying taxes on converting your money from one form to another. Yeah, good point. Uh, Utah, let's say, or J.P. Cortez, policy director of the Sound Money Defense League, said that 41 states have wholly or partially exempted gold and silver from sales tax, with another five considering legislation to do the same. Of course, we don't have that problem here in New Hampshire. Unless you're going to eat it hot. 
We don't have a sales tax. <laughs> they did that in Game of Thrones. The, it didn't look good. The group is also working with legislators to remove capital gains taxes. And that goes back to what you were saying. Nobody, mm-hmm. if, if you're trying to sell the gold that you have acquired, some governments want to take a piece of that. They ought to ban young males. <laughs> <laughs> Young males do tend to be the people who commit the most uh, violent crimes, but yeah. yeah, they're probably not going anywhere. Maybe we need to have a government program to increase violence in young women. That way we can equal the the violence gap. Yeah, because it's really evidence of the misogyny of this society that females are not equally represented in the same proportion of their uh, of their numbers in mass Among shooters. shooters. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly the mass shooting uh, business has a misogyny problem. So there was a video <laughs> that uh, came out earlier today of. A, par- a parade, you know, variety Independence Day parades going on around the country. This one in Highland Park, Illinois, and some shots apparently were captured in the video. It wasn't actual footage of the shooting itself, but somebody, you know, you could hear uh, ostensibly that in the video. And that's what kind of sparked uh, online interest in this. And now they've taken somebody named Robert. Bobby Cremo, Bobby or uh, Robert E. Cremo, a 22 year old, has been taken into custody. And now, of course, uh, the Internet is doing its investigating of this individual. Some people are saying that he is a right winger. Other people are saying, no, he's actually a liberal. Cremo apparently is known as Awake the Rapper. And he. Ah, that guy's got to be a conservative. Well, that's one of the that's one of the debates about him right now. I think is what is his actual what are his uh, actual viewpoints. Uh, according to the story here, his dad is a local you know mover and shaker in Highland Park. He owns a deli, Bob's Pantry and Deli. And according uh, to a Facebook account, the father ran for Highland Park mayor as recently as 2020. Cremo has been uploading music to his uh, internet accounts as early as age 11. He's now 22, but first gained traction with his 2016 track, By the Pond. His estimated net worth is 100000 and I guess that's according to his own uh, reporting. The rapper released a cryptic track called Are You Awake? in October of 2021. The track appears to suggest that Cremo was planning a life-defining act Beyond his ability to stop, the video includes drawings of a man aiming a rifle at another person, also an image of a newspaper clipping about Lee Harvey Oswald, and another image of a victim with blood spraying from the body. Well, and and he claims, I can't remember if, we, if we've said on the air or only off the air, that he's been talking about MK Ultra. There was an image I saw, and I don't know where it came from, that ostensibly was one of his pictures from social media or something where he claims that he is a victim of mk ultra you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live you can download full episodes subscribe to our podcast listen live and more all for free at freetalklive.com